When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On this Monday morning, it's Breakfast with Patton Heels, brought to you by Burbank Homes, the builders you can trust you can bank on Burbank Homes. And Hyundai, the Hyundai SUV sale event is on right now. Our Suncorp Home Resilience open line 13 13 55 is open. Or you can text us on 0467 736 736 after a great weekend of footy in Vegas. And uh, we're going to have a chat uh, about cricket just very shortly too to uh, to crash. But I'm certainly he's got a comment on the uh, on the. The footy, yes. He yeah, he'll have comments on all that. You know, George talking, George from Logan talking about Tottenham. Their big game is this game coming up. Who They're they taking on the one above them, just above them, Aston Villa. Okay. So all that's right. going to be massive this week to look forward to. All right, stop trying to avoid the subject. Name the only African country to host a Formula One Grand Prix. Was it a street circuit? I don't know. Does that matter? Yeah, because the city I'm thinking of has got, you know, nice hills and you could work like Monaco. Yeah. You could walk. Work your way through some narrowish streets. Right, well, we're holding up uh, so, crash here. Like so. I'm thinking, you know, Kenya, but I don't think so. I think it'll be Morocco. No, it's South Africa. South Africa? Yeah, 67 to 85 and then 92 and 93. So it's been a what decade. What do you mean South Africa? That What city? I don't know. It was only the country we needed to know. Well, isn't Africa? You said Africa. It's Kailami. That's actually, yeah, it was Kailami, the circuit outside Joburg. Oh. I don't know whether Crash has been there and his extensive tours of South Africa. I know where Crash would rather be talking to us today from uh, Vegas, but uh, the Courier Mail's senior sports <laughs> journal is like us in Brisbane. Morning, Crash. Morning, guys. Yes, it was. Uh, I'm glad you didn't ask me the Grand Prix question. Mate. Oh. <laughs> that was <laughs> rubbish. Eleven got it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Mate, was it was the footy as massive as Fox wanted it to be? Have you heard? Oh, I, I haven't seen the ratings, Hills, but look, it, it created an absolute tidal wave of publicity. Yep. It got the clubs jostling to be there next year. Uh, we won't know for three years whether they've penetrated the gambling market like they want to. Um, some parts of it, for me, are terrific. You know, just, just the buzz. You know, you can feel it back here. Yes. Um, but if you said, you know, just a quick snapshot, that's the best part of me, the, the buzz. Starting a competition in the States, rugby league, is so tough because we all know Americans just rate their own sports and no others. Yeah. You know, they just don't. So that's why the World Series, even though it's just played in America, is called the World Series because they think their country is the world. Yeah, that's exactly but, right. You, um, you win the NBA, you win the hockey uh, you win the gridiron, the Super Bowl, you're the world champs. That's right. And that's why the whole thing that we're going to penetrate over there with rugby league, that's the one idea oh, I don't rate at all. But everything else has been good. And I do think this combine to attract American athletes to the rugby league is a really good idea. Even if you only get three of them, you know, they're three great stories like Mason Cox's for Collingwood. He was on 60 Minutes in America, Mason Cox, yes. after joining Collingwood. So... You know, I, I, that uh, so there's a lot of goodness come out of it, but also reality cuts through heels. On I reckon on that issue of can league crack America? 
my answer is, is no. I don't think... I mean, cricket's got a captive market there. It's got about three, four million Indians. So if you had a cricket league, you, you, you've got a catch audience there yeah. already. No one is a natural-born rugby league fan over there. Yeah, that's exactly right. Hey, look, we'll, we'll wait. As you said, we'll wait to see the ratings in both here. I think the ratings here will be phenomenal. I mean, just about everyone I know we're, we're watching it somewhere, whether it be bars, clubs, uh, or at home. Uh, there was big interest in it, but... Yeah, and I, and I don't know the rating system in America when it comes out, but uh, it'll be very interesting to see. Now, all love and roses within the Australian cricket team with maybe the exception of Marnus. Yeah, he was... Uh, he, he's, he, he's had a sneaky form slump, hasn't he? And, and uh, several uh, the cricket writing fraternity, myself included, Pat, have been accused of underreporting his form slump. And, and I'd have to plead a bit guilty to that because... It's sort of, he just occasionally would score a 60 and you'd look away. Yeah. But uh, his test average has dropped by 10 over the last year. He's now really snicking these balls outside off stump heels. Mm. And uh, it, it's, he's a sort of guy, Pat, who, with this long break coming up from test cricket after this test until November, I know exactly what Marnus will do. He'll have 10 million theories on how he's going to get better. And I don't think when he really needs a break, he tried easing off his training before the last test in Wellington, having a short, sharp session in the nets, calling loudly, getting his feet moving. But he's still nicking. And two years ago, we were writing stories about he's the luckiest player in cricket. He, he played and missed all the time. Catches were dropped. But now, as cricket does, luck turns around heels. Yes. Well, I mean, what about his defensive shots? Even his leaves weren't didn't look comfortable to me in his 27 ball start at the crease. And then when he played a couple yeah. of forward defences, he banged them into the ground. Do you know what I mean? Like, his hands were well forward, and he, his bat just banged it into the ground like indoor. Um, it, mm. it just way off the mark. And in those net sessions, did you hear if he hit the ball hard? You know, he, he's got to get yeah, out and hit it, it, the Eric, ball hard. Yeah, he, he did. And, and I think that um, he has the burden of being a perfectionist. You know, some guys just, just get out and play, don't they? And, yes. But he will overthink it. And I think this is the problem with him and Smith. I mean, they're, they're phenomenal players, aren't they? Let's just say that first up. But because they live it and breathe it and drink it and share it over breakfast, cricket, 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 I think when you hit a soft spot, you're really in danger of overcooking yourself and, and just overthinking the game, you know? Yeah. And it was like Greg Chappell when he had those six ducks. And the psychologist said to him, Greg, just one thing. Are you watching the ball? And he said, no, well, I'm sort of watching a, an area about the size of a television screen when the ball's coming. He said, that's not enough. That is not enough. You are not focusing. So, Hills, you know, it, it can be a million things. But, yeah. And, and, hey, one last theory, and I'll bounce this off your heels. Shield Berry, the old cricket writer, seen 200 tests, reckons that great batsmen, most top batsmen, they walk with the gods for about three years. Then they have about two years where they're averaging 30. And they ended up with late 40s average. Like you said, no one does it forever, unless you're ponting or something like that. But that, that's, that's a, I, I look at Marnus and I see that. I see that. A guy who has, he may have had his best years. Two or three of them, yeah. as you do. And I, I uh, Steve Smith would be one of those two, wouldn't he? He'd walk with the gods right up the top with them for probably those three years. Was it any longer than three years for him? 
Yeah, no, longer because he's up uh, around the 58. And I think you've got to put him in a level above your sort of, like I'm talking Michael Clarks probably, and Smith's a, 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 just a step above him. Okay. I'm talking, and I'm not talking Ponting, he's a step above, but I'm talking your, your Graham Smiths who average around 50, your Michael Clarks, you know, yep. where you just have three years where you just can't bowl a ball to that guy. He's just too good. And and then and then it eases out, yeah. and then you have bad ones and ones in between. So, I, I that works. That theory works most times. Yeah. Okay. Do you do you think the Steve Smith elevation to opener is an experiment? No, no. It, it, it's 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 him. I know that he was sick and tired of facing all short balls from an aging ball when he got in, and, and was really getting restless in the dressing room. So he, this. He sees this as the last move in his career. Yeah, Mills. He, he he just wants to. He may have. I reckon if you said his finishing point, it'll be the last test against in the Ashes at home in about eighteen months' time. He'll okay. go through India next season, and then go to the Ashes. But there's been whispers around the last four months that he will retire earlier than we think. But I I, I think this is his last last step. Yeah, and, and I think we've got to be realistic about it too. But he's not going to average 58 as an opener. I mean, Kawaja did really nice work in that test, yet his innings were, what, 30 yeah. and 20-something? Mm. You know, that, that's life as an opening batsman. It's tough. Hey, out of the positives, obviously Cam Green with his 174 not out and then <laughs> Nathan Lyon. Now oh, uh, dead stiff, wasn't he? Not to get player of the match. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's top scored in the second innings and taken 10 for and missed out on player of the match. But it just, just said it was a game in two for Australia. I, I'm so interested, though, in the psychological hold they've got over New Zealand. It, it's just almost unbelievable that they've won just one out of the last 32 tests. And str- they idolise Australia. And strangely enough, Heels, this takes me back to an interview that I did for your book, we did together, 27 years ago. And you said to me, when you were playing John Wright... Uh, in the dressing room, Righty would go, oh, I love you guys. You guys are so special. I mean, I just love the way you play. And your quote in the book is, you had to say to Righty, Righty, shut up. We're playing you tomorrow. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was good enough to say that stuff and still make hundreds against us. Don't worry. But, but yeah. there's there's a lot of it that, that are in players' minds that aren't good enough to make hundreds mm. just yet. So now... Yeah, and... and, and uh, Mm, it is, this, the, but the idol, big brother, little brother, it's, it's it's a really tangible thing. Stephen Fleming idolised Shane Warne, you know. Uh, yeah, it's a big thing. Mm. So, line now, 527 wickets, seventh all time. Uh, the next Aussie above him is McGrath at 563, and he's talking about going on until the end of 2027, is uh, Nathan Lyon. Yeah, we, we, well, can he, in which circumstance, he would probably beat Shane Warne. Look, He's an incredible story, Nathan Lyon. He, I know he's sitting down to do his book at the moment, which will come out when he retires, but that won't be for a few years. But have we actually ever got to the bottom of why he's so good? Like, he's bowled 31,000 balls and never bowled a no ball, which says to Jeez, me... what a good stat. Of... Yeah, I know. He's amazing. 31,000. 
Oh, sorry, he got no-balled once for, due to a field placing, which was, <laughs> which was uh, incorrect. But he's never bowled a front foot no-ball in 31,000 balls, which says that his action is, is just so repeatable and so worked out. He, there's no magic tricks to him. He doesn't bowl the Dusra, but he comes over the top of the ball and it bounces high up towards the... Mm. above the batsman's knee roll, towards his gloves. A simple formula... And he's getting better because he's so comfortable. There's no spinner threatening him. That's when he's at his best. He hates being threatened. He, he's just in there um, and taking wickets for, for fun. Yeah, he, uh, I, I noticed his captain said, uh, I'm giving it away when he gives it away, or giving the captaincy away because he just makes my life so much easier. Six for 65 in the second dig, 10 for 108 in the match. He's fifth, 10 for. Uh, and, of course, in the second dig, it's Williamson and Ravindra, their two best bats. He's on 527, McGrath 563, Warney, as Crash just mentioned, 708. Hey, we're running out of time. I just wanted one quick one, mate. Distressing scenes with Will Pekoski again. He was felled by a Riley Meredith bouncer, uh, flush on the front of the helmet, medical staff called. I don't know. I mean, we, we can't surmise things here. We're not medical people, but uh, it's just distressing, isn't it? Oh, Pat, and, and, and I know what you're thinking, and so am I. Is this the end? Yeah. I mean, he has to. I mean, how long can this keep going on? You know, I mean, let's put it this way: if it was a rugby league player and he'd had thirteen concussions, yeah. what would we be saying now? We'd be saying it's probably time to hang up the boots, wouldn't we? Yep. Now, yep. you've got to keep reminding yourself: cricket's a non-contact sport. He's not supposed to be feeling any contact to his body, and he's had twelve concussions, thirteen. So I, 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 wish, I, I wish him the best. But I think, you know, if he can play through this, uh, honestly, it's it's incredible. I, I fear, I hope it's not, but I fear the end may be nice. Yeah, he must be getting medical answers to that question, though. Yeah. And and all the time, which keeps him going, he's, he has been close to giving it away before. And he's, he's never been more positive than two weeks yeah. ago in a podcast with Victoria where he said, I've got it. I'm on top of this. I know exactly what's happening. We know where the floor is. For the first time, I'm batting with a clear head. And now this, I mean, I, I, I just, you couldn't pick him for Australia. You just couldn't. Yeah. And, and even for Victoria now, it's a way because you're a bowler. Do you feel bowl, comfortable bowling short balls to him? Yeah. I, I would feel genuinely yeah. unsettled. Yeah, if, I agree you know, with Because you, you say, hmm, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, mate, great to chat. As always, it's, it's been a huge weekend of sport. We could go on for ages, but uh, we just love picking your brain and we, uh, we really appreciate you coming on our show. Thanks, Crasher. No, it's my, my absolute pleasure, boys. It's always nice to talk to me, two old mates. I think you're my longest-serving contacts. Because you're a dwindling list, too. <laughs> <laughs> the, the black book's Thanks, getting smaller. Guys. Thank you, mate. Courier Mail, <laughs> yeah. Senior Sports Journal. Crash Craddock there. Australia's tour of New Zealand continues this Friday. Catch the action live on SENQ 693am and on the SEN Up. It's Brisbane's home of sport. Uh, coming up after 7.30, we'll have uh, the Lions... Uh, the Lions, one of the Lions' main men, Dane Zorko, he's going to join us as he will uh, on Mondays. We'll have tickets to give away from the Lions' big one. Friday, boy, that'd be rare as Rocking Horse Poo. Uh, yeah, the Friday night game against the Cardinal. I reckon that'll be very close to being sold out, that one. 7.18, it's, uh, we've got Jack coming up with a sports update and uh, a couple of texts as well.